Hey everybody, uh, this is Troy Benjamin, and you're uh, part of a little bit of an experiment with me this morning. Um, ordinarily, we do a podcast called Still Playing With Toys, where I've got Jason Hardwick with me, and we kind of co-host it, and it's a little more straightforward. But uh, I live in Los Angeles, and it takes me about an hour to two hours every morning to get to work. And, uh, you know, most people sit and listen to NPR and they catch up on the news. There's some people that, uh, you know, they put on their makeup. I've seen people reading the paper. Uh, but I thought I should, I should try podcasting. I mean, that that to me just makes logical sense. I've got all of this time by myself in this uh, seemingly soundproof booth. You're probably going to hear motorcycles uh, zoom by and and background noise as I actually move. Because right now I'm actually moving. This is great. You know, you're probably hearing that, that ambient noise of a car. Uh, but in about five seconds, I see I see brake lights. And it's going to get nice and quiet in here. And it's it's going to be like I'm just in a recording booth. And that's that's awesome. So I thought I would set up the, the recorder, uh, my, my nifty little Zoom recorder, uh, in the passenger seat. And, uh, you know, I think, I think I'll call this like the, the morning commute uh, nostalgia cast. Because what I'd really like to do is tell you a story as if you were commuting with me and I was trying to entertain you by making small talk about my past that you probably don't really give a shit about. So, uh, so here it goes. Uh, thanks, thanks for joining me on my, my morning commute. Um, I don't, uh, well, <laughs> I really, really should have prepared a story. Um, all right, well, okay, so Star Trek is coming out on Saturday. Let's start there. It always comes back to Star Trek, let's be honest. Uh, but, you know, I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. I've done everything that I can to avoid spoilers, and I haven't watched TV spots. I've seen the trailers. That's kind of where I draw the line. But I haven't watched featurettes, and there's clips that have come out online, and, uh, you know, J.J. Abrams was on The Daily Show the other day, and they showed a clip right before his interview, and I, I muted the TV and looked away. Um, and, and the only reason I'm doing that is because when I saw the, the first J.J. Abrams film, I hadn't really seen anything about it except for the trailers and I was pretty I was pretty stoked about it and I didn't really know anything except for reading the prequel comics because I'm a big nerd and I, I, I read those before I saw the movie and I've done the same thing for this one so I'm hoping that it sort of enhances the experience but um, but anticipation for Star Trek stuff is is kind of nothing nothing new to me um, because what what used to happen in Colorado when I was a wee little pup uh, I I was probably like eight or nine, um, and I grew up on Star Trek The Next Generation. I wasn't one of those people whose parents introduced him to Star Trek by watching the original series or, you know, sitting you down and watching the original series. I, th I think I watched some of the Filmation cartoon with my parents, if I'm remembering right, but but I, I don't think I, I recognized that as Star Trek at the time. Anyway, tangent aside. Uh, so, but, but Star Trek The Next Generation, I was watching as it was airing, and I used to have in my bedroom, um, on my nightstand, a neon phone. And for, no, for those of you that are too young uh, to know what a corded phone on a landline was, let alone 
what a neon phone was. Uh, a neon phone was this like see-through plastic corded telephone that had a neon tube through it. I don't know why neon was pretty cool and it still is, let's be honest with each other. Uh, but it had a neon light inside of it that was on constantly or you could turn it off so that it only flashed when it rang. Um, or you could sort of like set it on ambient, you know, if you felt like you were Zach Morris and you had the chance for a girl to come in and you could like woo her. That wasn't the case with me. Um, but anyway, so, so next to my neon phone, I had this pad of paper that I got at Disneyland. It was like one of those Disneyland hotel pads that you steal, uh, because it's a, a free souvenir, you know? And I had that and at the very top were... I don't know, probably six phone numbers of the people that I would even think of about calling when I was that young. It was like my mom, my dad, the houses of a couple of my really good friends. Um, and then at the very bottom was this, uh, a number for the Star Trek hotline. And I know that sounds like a phone sex line or something, and it wasn't. It was actually really innocent and really super nerdy. Uh, Channel 2 in Colorado had this, uh, in Denver, Colorado, had this this hotline set up that was just a local phone number with a recording uh, that you could call, and it would tell you when episodes of Star Trek The Next Generation were going to air, and what episodes they were, and at what time, because this was pre-internet, obviously, nobody, nobody thought to just check online, you can't just Google the, the calendar for KWGN Channel 2. Uh, you didn't know what Google was. You, you, logging onto the internet sounded like accessing a fax machine and it took 10 years and it told me that I had mail, but it was always junk mail. Anyway, so you'd call into this number and they would tell you on, on Saturday, an all new episode, The Best of Both Worlds Part 1, the season finale will be airing at 8 o'clock. And then on Sunday, a rerun of Yesterday's Enterprise from season 3 will be airing at 5 p.m. And it would it would list out, sort of like the movie phone guy, what episodes would be playing and when. So on that Disneyland pad of paper, on the pages past my handy, there goes some motorcycle seat, uh, on the pages past my, my phone number contact list of like four people, um, were just listings of when Star Trek The Next Generation episodes were gonna air, and I would religiously sit and watch those episodes that I was like, oh, I know that one, I really like that one, or it's a new one, I have to sit down and watch it. So I would go into my bedroom and watch Star Trek while my parents were, you know, out watching uh, Law and Order or whatever. I don't know what they were probably watching at that point. Cheers, which I've, I've grown to love, but at the time I didn't understand. Um, anyway, the, the reason I bring this up is because I was doing this about the time that The Best of Both Worlds Part 1 aired for the first time. And for those of you not familiar, it's it's the cliffhanger episode where Captain Picard gets taken by the Borg and it's terrible and they turn him into one of them and he becomes the leader of the bad guys. And, and as a kid, not knowing that, oh, they're gonna save the day and Captain Picard's gonna be normal in a couple episodes because they don't wanna mess with the dynamic of the show, it, destroyed my world, man. <laughs> like, I, I was so concerned that, like, one of my favorite characters on television had just become the bad guy, and I couldn't imagine what this was going to mean. I couldn't believe that they were changing the show that dramatically, and and it was, 
it was the season finale and it was a cliffhanger and it said to be continued and I didn't know when the new episode was going to air because I had no idea that fall TV it was when new episodes starting airing. I didn't know that that was the circle. You know, it was, I, I was a little kid living in Franktown, Colorado, calling a phone line to find out what time stuff aired. I had no idea that, hey, it's the new fall TV season. No, I, I had no idea that shows started over again in the fall. So all through the summer, you know, the when you have nothing to do, you're out of school and time is just dragging because you're waiting for this show and I kept calling this number and calling this number and calling this number and, and it, it never popped up on the schedule. Best of Both Worlds Part 2, the exciting conclusion, never popped up on the number. And I thought, man, it's been like a week and a half. What are they doing? Why are they dragging this out for so long? I had no idea that it was gonna be like August or September before it aired. So uh, so I would call this number constantly. Why isn't it updating? Why, I think I even wrote a letter to, to KWGN Channel 2 in Denver and said, what are you doing? There's You need to tell the rest of this story. Why aren't you showing this? So, so anticipation for Star Trek has kind of been something that's been with me uh, for a long time. And, and so I'm, you know, I'm, I'm anticipating seeing the movie on Saturday, uh, but it's something that I've kind of gotten used to and it's actually kind of comfortable. I'm, I'm excited for it because it's, it reminds me of being a kid. Like I'm, I'm calling into the neon phone or calling in on my neon phone to this line wondering when J.J. Abrams' new Star Trek is coming out, and it's coming out this Saturday. And that's that's awesome. And I'm gonna go see it with Jason and my friend Brian, who you've you've seen on the YouTube channel doing a little bit of guitar, uh, and all of our respective lady friends, and it's it's gonna be a good time. I already know it's gonna be a good time, and I hope that the movie lives up to my expectations too, but that's beside the point. It's just it's fun, and it reminds me of of a time when I wasn't sitting on the freeway for hours on end. I didn't even know how to drive, let alone know that I was gonna be sitting on Los Angeles's infamous 405, or as we call it out here, the 405, because it's a proper noun, because we properly hate it. It's weird, and, and there's so many people like, hi, hey, how are you? Oh, hi, Mr., Mr., uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Gardner guy, in your in your truck with your ratty equipment in the bed. Hi, how are you? I'm podcasting. You want to say hi to people? He's not amused. He doesn't think that this is funny. Um. Anyway, so uh, thanks for keeping me company here on my drive. Um, I'm I'm not gonna subject you to the torture of talking to you for the entire hour and a half. I'll just sit here and be lonely and uh, alone by myself, even though there's like hundreds of people currently surrounding me, including the gardener guy that won't talk to me. Be my friend! Hey! Fine, whatever. All right, well, anyway, thanks for joining me. Hopefully we'll see you soon on a new Still Playing With Toys, and uh, I really appreciate you humoring me in this experiment. Uh, maybe there are more to come. Bye! I'm gonna turn on some, some music here. Let's see what... What can I rock out to while you're while you're while you're uh
listening. Oh, I, I've still got the Ghostbusters 2 soundtrack going here. This is such a nerdy way to go out. All right, bye.